Welcome to my first podcast. Um, today I'm going to be speaking about my GCSEs. I finished them about two months ago um, on May 2021. And I've, I've had a lot of thoughts about my journey on my GCSEs, things I've learned about myself and some advice I'd give to students taking GCSEs now. So let's get right into it. So I think the the first thing I want to talk about that's really important is is that you learn so much about yourself. I think straight off the bat, you learn a lot about yourself over GCSEs. It's the first real test I think students are going to get that tests their um, their ability to learn, their discipline, um, and and a few other things. So. With me personally, I've always had a self-view that I'm hardworking, productive, I get things done, I'm a good student, a role model student. But towards the end of my GCSEs, that took a massive shift. I realised I was far more lazy than I like to admit to myself. And, and this was shown by, firstly, my procrastination. A procrastination was a, a very common problem it's it's not just me so many people go through it but with me personally I felt like the fact that I was procrastinating went against the person I thought myself to be um, and, and I think that's because I was used to a very easy student life uh, primary school was easy uh, me personally I found it easy I think a lot of people do um year seven was easy year eight was easy year nine was easy and as the years went on especially into the latter years of GCSEs things just kind of start piling on you get more homework again nothing in comparison to what I'm sure is down the road for me but you know as a 13 14 15 year old you know it's in proportion the homework is in proportion to what you can take on and I don't think I'd prepared myself I did. I it hit me. It, I think it took a long time to hit me that I I wasn't keeping up. I wasn't doing what I needed to be doing, and that only I only really began understanding that in year eleven, and even then it took me a long time to really buckle down and get to a systematic program. And I'm a person of I'm a person of timetables and programs and structure. So that definitely helped me. And I think the lack of that structure beforehand could have played a, a key role in perhaps why I wasn't doing so well. Um, now, that that brings me on to, I think, what the biggest myth about GCSEs. And I, I don't I don't know who pushes this. I, I feel some students in lower years may feel you have to be very intelligent to do well in GCSEs. And I, I think that it couldn't be further from the truth. I think you genuinely do not have to be anywhere near what one would consider smart in order to get seven, eight or nines in your GCSEs. When I, th- when I think about it, uh, most of, so, you know, science, history, geography, these are essay, well, not all of them, um, but a lot of it, a lot of it is essay based questions, and it's not about being all intelligent, knowing how to answer them. You just gotta remember the material that you've revised. That's it, and just applying it to the question. You're you're 
pretty much spouting back out what you've learned, you know, over the past few months. Where I'd say you obviously do need intelligence is maths, um, you know, basic, um, basic, basic mathematical skills in science, a bit in geography, I know. But apart from that, um, a lot of the science, especially biology, um, quite a bit of chemistry, quite a bit of physics. Um, it's it's all about spouting back out what you've learned and just knowing that okay, I gotta say this to answer this question. You don't have to be intelligent to do, know that. You just gotta know your stuff. It's as simple as that. Even in maths, there's a certain extent where you're just you're just remembering. Uh, you're just remembering how to do, how to do the question you're remembering a process so that's why i think the biggest myth is and you know i'd i'd tell this to every student in year 9 year 10 year 11 you know going up to their gcse's you don't need to be clever you really do not need to be clever i'm not um intellectually i'm not stupid but i'm not intellectually gifted to like a to a point where you'd call me a genius. I'm pretty confident in my academic ability, but I'm nowhere near a genius. And once I really learned about myself and what revision techniques worked best for me, I realized, you know, I'm just remembering things I've, that I've, I've spent hours revising, that's it. It's, it's really, I, I don't want to simplify the GCSEs too much because I know people have stress about them but in my opinion 80% of it is is just memory really so that brings me on to another question what what is one thing I'd advise students currently learning for their GCSEs this has been repeated a lot but I just say just start just start now I don't care if you're in your nine you're in your 10, even if you're 11 and you're thinking, oh, it's too late now, like, what's the point of starting now? I spoke to this year 10 student um, about a month ago, and he's telling me, oh, I'm already in year 10, you know, it's like too late, like, what's the point now? And I'm, th I'm here thinking, if I was in year 10, if I had that opportunity to go back in year 10, I'd get all nines in all my subjects, that's a fact. Well, speculated fact, or at least predicted fact. But the point is, don't push off starting now either because you think you're too early because you think you're in oh you i'm in year nine i still got year nine year 10 year 11 or because you're in you know year 10 year 11 thinking well I've, I've missed the boat no point doing anything now you could start a week before your gcse's and just what you would learn in that week would gain you two two grades above if you didn't learn anything and I'm not saying start a week before your GCSEs at all. That's a horrible idea. I did. I, I partially did that. It, 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 and it partially paid off. There you go. Partial work has partial payoff. But if you're starting, you know, a few months before, and systematically learning what you need to learn, you are going to do well. I'm. I'm telling you. I've got. I've got the perspective now to see if I just done this a year before, even in at the beginning of COVID, I could have done this and I would have got all nine to my GCSEs. But because I pushed it too late for quite a few reasons, and again, something I want to come back on. Um, but yeah, I would have for sure got nines because I know myself.
and I realized my ability to learn was was good once I actually got down to doing it. But that's the difficult part, doing it. It's it's easier said than done, that's for sure. So that brings me on to what I think the biggest problems with GCSEs are. Or perhaps it's just in my school, and I don't want to put my school down in any way, but I feel that I had no roadmap in year nine. I did not know a thing I was doing. For year nine and pretty much all of year 10, it just seemed like lesson after lesson after lesson. I didn't see the bigger picture that we were following a syllabus and that there was this set amount of work to do. For me, it just felt like wave after wave of knowledge and material. And I felt this especially in science. And the issue that created is, is I, I let that mountain build, that mountain of knowledge, or that mountain of I guess material I let it build because I thought it's just going to keep coming at me and I, I I cannot keep up so I'll just stop I'll take the pressure off me and it'll be easier in year 11 when I started looking at syllabuses I think that's a plural syllabus and and just the general structure of every single subject I'm like it it just makes everything so much clearer. And honestly, just on looking at the syllabus, I genuinely was starting to calm down. You know, there were points where I was really stressing about, you know, the, the my grades I was going to get. So just taking a look at the syllabus calmed me down. And I think if every Year 9 student knew what they were doing at the beginning and were constantly reminding themselves of of what the bigger goal was they'd achieve so much more and uh, to be honest i'm i'm speaking i think i'm speaking to a majority of students here because there are students who who are sensible who know what they're doing and they do check the syllabus they do check the material that they need to know instead of going through it lesson by lesson which just makes it seem like an insurmountable pile of work you have to do but I think a lot of students don't do that and for them it, the work just builds up until it, it gets too much and it's a lot of pressure it's it is a lot of pressure so for me personally my GCSE journey was year nine I've I for some reason in year nine my biggest memory is, is learning all the poems and and the early texts we were doing then um the science lessons just seemed like a complete blur to me. Maths, I was I was really scraping by. It's only until I'd say, you know, January or February 2021, and remember I had my GCSEs in, in May 2021, although I wasn't to know that at the time because they were still finalising what the dates were going to be and the whole plan because of COVID. But I think it's only then when I really started understanding about myself and my learning techniques and who I am as a student and uh, to an extent as a person. Because I think the way you are as a student says who you are as a person to some extent. So it's towards the end of my GCSE journey 
in year 11, the second half of year 11, where I learned that perhaps I'm I'm more of a lazy person than I'd ever thought I was. I learned it things became clearer amongst the mess of covid and the stress that is covid things in terms of gcses were becoming clearer that's what really interested me so um so so what are these revision techniques you're asking well what worked for me is going through the material i'd use things like seneca um, for for science, I definitely buy my GCSE science. And going through it and writing flashcards on them, making your own ones, because you're actually learning as you are writing these flashcards. I, I did it on, on my computer. I was doing flashcards on the computer. Um, but writing would be even better because that takes active, you know, you're, you're actively using your brain and you you have to kind of know what you're writing. Um, but that's very time consuming and I'd, I'd, I'd probably advise you do on the computer and then go through that. So doing that, past papers, oh, please just use past papers, go through practice questions, active recall, test your brain actively. I had friends who were literally reading through the material and that was their revision, passive (laughs) recall. And it doesn't work. It just simply does not work. It's not backed by any science. Forget science for a second. It just doesn't work. Simple as that. Your brain is not being tested to recall that information. Um, on flashcards specifically, and I've never heard anyone talk about this. I think it's perhaps only my technique. Well, a technique my mother taught me is go through the flashcards six at a time. Six or eight or four at a time. And only go th- only. F- go on to the next six once you know the other six perfectly then once you're done with both of those six those 12 go through that 12 then go on to another six then once you know that six test yourself on the 18 and that really solidifies your knowledge on on any subject especially science helped me a lot in science for maths practice questions really just practice 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 English essays. So here's the thing about English. Uh, I'm good at English. I know I'm good at English. I've been good at English for, you know, my entire time at school. I'm taking it for A-levels now. Um, And in GCSEs with zero, literally zero practice on my mock exams, I got a nine in English language and a seven in English lit. And that was only because I didn't know that you had to put context. You see, again, it's just going to show how unprepared I was. In my mock exams, I didn't know that in English literature, you had to use context. So I got capped as at a seven. Had I used context, I'm sure I would have got, I mean, obviously I would have got an eight or a nine. So it's more difficult for me to talk about English because personally, it comes more naturally. I couldn't tell you how to do well on English without giving it more thought, unlike other other subjects, which I'm not naturally gifted as at all. And, um, and finally, describe your feelings after finishing your GCSEs. It's funny because I'd always expected this massive, massive, like, like celebrations and cheers and 
and size of relief. I mean, I, of course I got that, but it wasn't as like big as I expected it to be. You know, myself. I'm sure other people got that, but me, I didn't really. It was. It just felt like a massive rock had come off my shoulders, off my, off my heart. It was. It was a good feeling. It was a good feeling, but there was almost that sense. It's like, where do I go now? And to be honest, I still have that sense in a way. I, I I'm kind of like waiting for A levels to start. Um. And I did need a break after my GCSEs, but what I learned is that I I'm I like working, and as the saying goes, man was born to toil, and. I wouldn't leave yourself too big of a break after GCSEs. Do work experience, get a job, do something. Don't do nothing because you're going to find yourself with kind of this void of meaning which GCSE gave you, gave you a sort of drive. So, yeah, that concludes really my first, my first GCSE, well, my first podcast about my GCSEs. And I hope you enjoyed and I'll see you in the next podcast. Bye for now.